Good morning and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Gabriel and I'm a missionary here at Damascus where we're waking to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. And friends, Merry Christmas. Today is uh, December 26th, the day after Christmas. And today is actually the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr of the church. And so today we're just going to ask for the intercession of St. Stephen just to come down and to give us a new zeal and a new love for Jesus Christ, especially in this Christmas octave and in this Christmas season. So let's begin in a quick prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for the gift of your Holy Spirit and for the gift of the incarnation, for the gift of your birth, for your desire to come down to heaven, to come down from heaven into our hearts and into our minds, that we too might one day be able to receive the gift of your Holy Spirit and join you for eternal life. And Lord, we just ask today that we might just burn with a new zeal for you. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of men, for they will hand you over to their courts and scourge you in their synagogues, and you will be led before governors and kings for my sake as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death, and father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but whoever endures to the end will be saved. The Gospel of the Lord. Friends, this is an incredibly powerful passage, and uh, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a gut punch right after Christmas. You know, I mean, maybe in Christmas, you know, you were having a an amazing day with lots of presents filled with fun and and eggnog and ham and lots of different little gifts. Maybe you had a cozy little fireplace, and then literally the next day, Jesus is just saying, "For it will not be you who speak." but the spirit of your father speaking through you. And that brother will hand over brother to death and father his child. And children will rise up against their parents and have them put to death. Man, Jesus is warning us right after Christmas when everything, for the most part, seems to be together. And I think this is the difference between harmony and between peace. The reality is, is that a lot of the message of Jesus is innately divisive. Because as it says in the scriptures is that our war is not against, you know, the flesh, but rather against principalities, against evil. And Satan seeks to divide and he seeks to separate. And specifically, he seeks to separate families. And the name of Jesus can sometimes be the cause of separation within families. It sounds so interesting, but I mean, even in in uh, the Gospel of Matthew, how Jesus said, or in the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus says, I have not come to establish peace, but rather division. And friends, in, in our lives, you know, there's going to be times where, where we actually, where we have to stand for truth. There's a difference between um, telling the truth to someone and coddling them. Now, that's not to say that, that you need to be abrasive in your way that you convey the truth, but you shouldn't coddle someone because the Spirit of God will lead to repentance in men's hearts. And how often do we coddle someone 
when really what they need is they need the repentance of God to fall upon them. And, you know, I think that also Jesus, he, he encourages us and he instructs us on what to say, that there are going to be separate, that there are going to be times and situations where we will need to stand for truth, where we will need to, especially in our own families, you know, it'll be, it's, it's almost incredibly unlikely that you will have to defend your faith in the public square. It's incredibly unlikely that you'll be dragged in front of hundreds of people who are, that are chanting for your death and saying, defend the faith, defend this. But what's a lot more likely is when you have a family member who knows what they're doing is wrong and is doing it anyways and refuses to receive correction. But maybe you are the only person in that person's life who has the boldness and who feels the calling to actually say to that person, you're living in sin, and I love you, but you need to change your ways. You need to get out of sexual sin. You need, to, you need to stop being unfaithful to your wife. You need to pay your taxes. You need to stop cheating your employees. You need to stop cheating your employer. You need to, whatever the sin might be, the Lord actually might be calling you to have that hard conversation. And he is saying when they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to say or what or how you are to speak, but rather that the Spirit will, will come and will fill you. And so, friends, I just want to encourage you to have a new spirit and a new boldness of the Lord Jesus Christ with love, with love. The biggest and most important part of all of this is love. And friends, I can't wait to see you all in heaven rejoicing with our Lord. May God bless you and may you have a great rest of the day.